0: morning, Aurora. Good morning. It is July 2nd. The time is now 7.55 a.m. We are early risers. We're motivated, so we're going to get started five minutes early. We got a great interview today. Great interview. Before we get to the interview, I have to shout out AMVETS Post 103, 1194 Jericho Road. They have the Meet uh, giveaway fundraiser that's happening, and that is open to the public. And that's on the 10th of this month, so please be sure to check that out. And also, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you about Aurora Public Arts Virtual Summer Programming on Facebook and YouTube. Today is Animal Draw Along with Jen Keller. Yesterday was Pride Eye with Pierre Lucero. That's brought to you by the Rotary Club of Aurora, Takaria Aurora, and Aurora Downtown. Shout out to Aurora Downtown and Marissa Amoni. And every Tuesday and Thursday until August 6th, free meals for youth, 18 years and under. The City of Aurora and and, uh, Aurora area schools are doing this together, and they've been doing it for a while, every Tuesday and Thursday. That information is on the City of Aurora's Facebook page, and it's on our Facebook page, too. And today, in the studio, we have a friend, a brother, my homie, your homie, you just don't know it. (laughs) Kane County Sheriff's Deputy. Yes. Brian Demeter. Yes. How are you, my brother? Good, brother. How Good you morning. Doing? All right. Good to see you.
1: Good to see you. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Thanks for coming on to the show. Hey, my pleasure. Yep. Um so Good Morning Aurora is a podcast dedicated to two things. One is social justice, highlighting those issues and talking about them. The second thing is speaking up for the underserved. That's our veterans, our seniors, members of the LGBT and undocumented community as well. What's important about the climate that we live in and the city is that these good discussions and everything go forward and continue. So I'm glad that you're here with us today. My pleasure. Um, where were you born and raised? Let, let's let the audience know who you are.
1: Man, I was born right here in Aurora. All right,
0: all right. What side of bo- Aurora?
1: No, east side of Aurora. Hey. <laughs> Shout out to the east side of Aurora, east side of Aurora for sure. Yeah. That's right, all right. Uh, where did you attend school? I went to uh, Gates for elementary school. Okay. I went to Waldo Junior High and went to East Royal High School. All right. Uh, education after high school? I uh, did two years of college at Wabonzi. Okay. Uh, downtown campus in out in Sugar Grove.
0: Nice. Shout out to the uh, downtown River Street. Yes. Um, Wabonzi Community College. Very yeah. cool. Uh, growing up, what impact did your mom have on your life?
1: Uh, my mom was my best friend. Um, you know, my my brother left. It was my brother, myself, my dad, and my mom, and me. So my brother left in probably late '80s, moved out to Arizona. Uh, my dad died in 1992, and it was just my mom and I. Um, she became my best friend. I I owe everything to her. You know. I, um, that's good. My mom is my
0: best friend too. I had a rough relationship with my mom. Early on in life, and then growing up, you realize, hey, you're not. Maybe you're not so smart when you're 15 years. You know, maybe you got a lot more living to do and understanding to do. See where your parents are coming from. Put a little, try walking in their shoes a little bit. Yeah,
1: just a little bit. Yeah, yeah when you learn sure.
0: those things, uh, it's a it's a good it's a good pill to swallow. So that's good. I like to know the impact that folks' parents have on their lives because one of the problems that a lot of people have cited in regards to issues, and we'll get into them deeper, but is that the lack of parenting at home and the lack of the cohesive family unit. For sure. Yeah, so I'd like to know. Uh, I think that's a good topic to highlight in our guests. Um, what is the difference between a sheriff's deputy and a policeman?
1: Wait a minute, didn't Sheriff Hayne cover this already? He did. I got to do it too, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, He's referencing our Sheriff Hain interview, which is one of our best, Season 6, Episode 1, I
1: think. Check it out. Uh, police department's. They patrol city, you know. They patrol the city. They have to follow the city city ordinances, city you know city rules, things like that. They patrol the city. King County has a, a broader area. We patrol a lot of the, the rural areas, right? Um, and we do patrol parts of the unincorporated areas in in King County. What is an unincorporated area? Uh, Mokerville. Mokerville is an unincorporated area. Good. Example um, right. Let's see West side is Jericho Road Lindenwood uh, Up to Orchard Road Okay Those those areas there So it's a, it's a different Economic Demographics Okay Dealing from the east side To the west side Right
0: Oh I gotcha um, How many cities are Kane, Kane County What all encompasses Kane County Elgin, Batavia, Aurora I, I, I'd like to do it this way
1: Or uh, Sugar Grove, Aurora, Batavia, Geneva, St. Charles, uh, parts of Wayne, parts of Gilbert's, parts Gilbert's, of Gilbert's
0: up north. Illinois? <laughs> yes. That's a town? <laughs> Holy cow. I did not know. Damn. Oh. You learned something
1: Hamp- Hampshire, early in the Hampshire, Illinois. Heard, heard of Hampshire, yeah. Uh, we go all the way up to Algonquin. We, wow. we patrol parts of Algonquin. There's unincorporated up there, too. Very cool. So it's about 550, give or take, square miles that we patrol. Did not know that. I did not know that. Um, how long have you been a member of law enforcement? 26 years. Wow. I started off in, uh, I don't know if law enforcement is considered this, but Fox Valley Mall. Started my security, my, <laughs> my security out at Fox Valley Mall. Did loss prevention at Sears. Okay. Um, buddy got me into uh, doing a couple ride-alongs with Aurora. Right. And I, I got bit. I got bit by the bug and uh, did court security in King County okay. up at the Judicial Center right. and worked part-time in Batavia as a, uh, as an um, auxiliary officer Okay, and then uh, got hired by the sheriff's office. What's an auxiliary officer? It's a part-time officer. Uh, they can do traffic stuff where they don't want to tie up actual police officers to do something. Right. Uh, parades, blocking off roads. Um, ah. You're assigned to a training officer. You ride with that training officer on his ship, his or her shift, right, and you can uh, you get that experience of of police work. Hmm. That's very cool. I like that. It was it was very very fun. I did not know <laughs> that um,
0: because having taken part in parades and things like that, now I'm thinking about the security details that I've seen at different points and look at them at you know when you're getting squared away on the map here's where we're going but here's the now nah, it makes a little bit more sense now yeah yeah, yeah. for uh, for the the people who wonder what are they doing just standing there well now you know yep now you know. <laughs> if you tune in to good morning aurora that is <laughs> <laughs> the time is now 803
1: a.m um what do you love most about aurora uh man being here for 40 <clears throat> some years uh it's everybody right it, it's hard to explain I've, I've been here so long you know I've got great-great-grandparents that came over from Romania and Ireland to make Aurora their home right um, ancestry.com I went on there I actually found my great-grandparents graves grave sites they were they, they came here and they they died here right um, it, it's hard to explain it's it's a' It's a feeling that you get when you're in Aurora. Um, you know, I, I it's funny because when you leave the city limits on a trip or something like that, and you're driving, you come back, and you see that Aurora sign, "Welcome to Aurora," I, I get goosebumps. Um,
0: for me, it's when you're, uh, you're coming back, like coming out of Chicago or something like that, coming back to Aurora. So you're going down, uh, going down the highway, and you're, you know, you're passing the 59 stop the 59 exit and you keep going and you see the, you know, Farnsworth exit. No, you're coming into Aurora. Yeah. That's when it's, it's home. Yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, it's, it's home to me. It's everybody, you know, it's the diversity of people. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just a feeling I have that I've had for
0: all my life. Right. Um, Aurora is the second largest town in illinois but it doesn't uh a city in illinois but it doesn't feel like that
1: it doesn't seem like it, it. does it, it really doesn't it does and, not, and that's what i that's what maybe is is appealing to me yeah that i've never left aurora um I, i'm born and raised here and i'm still here after all this time yeah it, it's that yeah um and that's one.
0: that's one of the things that i like about our conversations <laughs> uh, even going even going back to like when we before Good Morning Aurora exists as a podcast, going back to, like, us just, you know, chilling, having a beer or something like that. One of the things I've I've always appreciated about you is the fact that you're a member of law enforcement with skin in the game. Like, you come from Aurora, you're still in Aurora, and you're, like, living and breathing Aurora. And I think that um, I've never been a member of... I've never been a police officer, so this is not a dist officer, but I think that <laughs> for the officers who don't have... That skin in the game. Dare I say they don't have a full perspective? Has nothing to do with their skills and training. You know, hey, good guys. I don't, you know, I think that you have to have some skin.
1: Hmm. Oh, of course. You've got to have some, uh, like you said, some skin. Uh, Makes a difference. you, You deal with people differently. Right you treat people differently exactly and and that's why i love i i work in aurora i i work on the east side and the west side of aurora i'm the township aurora township deputy for both sides of this of the the city um that's what i wanted i mean i i want to be here right i want to help and it sounds stupid but i want to help people
0: no yeah no it doesn't sound stupid (laughs) it does not sound stupid um I think that's a cliche thing that it people. Think, yeah, and I, I want to s- save the world. It. I hate saying it. It's, yeah, it's but just, it's shit. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, in our own mind, right? Yeah, yeah. I um, you know, I'll I'll, I'll daydream out loud to the people on the microphone. I mean, hey, Herb Kent, V one hundred three, man. That's you know, in in my mind, hey, a little something. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I I get it. I totally do. Um, so we're gonna talk about the um the aurora uprising and all that writing and all that kind of stuff uh that little what i call the uh the hangover yeah uh of aurora specifically on that day where were you on that day of the uh initial hubbub um i was working i i I get off of work at two o'clock that was a friday if i'm not mistaken yes yeah very long Friday. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> the longest
1: day. Like very, very trying Friday. Yeah. Um, I'm also on the bomb squad. Right. Uh, been on the bomb squad for a couple years now. So what happened was, is we got activated with our, our special response team, our SWAT team. And our home base was the North Aurora Police Department. So basically, we staged at the North Aurora Police Department mm-hmm. in case something did happen that they needed to call the bomb squad out. Right, we'd be ready to go, and we'd be there. We we were just stationary there. Right. Keep going. I'm a. Uh, oh no, I'm right. I'm good. Uh, that that's. We pretty much spent our whole, our whole my whole night was was at the North Aurora Police Department.
0: Um. Now, how did you feel? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you how I felt. How How did you feel? Just. As the day progressed, as the as as it we went from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., as 4 p.m. turned to 5 and so on and so forth, how did you feel during that day? And the reason why I ask is because um, it matters to us as a show and to people how a member of law enforcement felt and I'll tell you how I as a citizen felt, which got progressively just more, just, you know.
1: You know, law enforcement It was It was uh, On the law enforcement side Yeah, it was upsetting uh, We didn't want to see My Our officers get hurt Right I didn't want to see anybody get hurt Right That's That's where I come in as a citizen As a member of Of Aurora Being Born and raised here Knowing And hearing on the radio What was going on Right It broke my heart Right It really did Um. It, it's just we had to drop off one of my my partners and I had to drop off supplies to the the SWAT teams uh later on in the evening and we drove down there and uh it broke my heart. Right. It really did. Uh yeah. I I
0: was <laughs> uh I was very my son and I were chilling.
1: We talked. We we texted each other.
0: Yes, that's right. We did. That is right. Yes, we did. Um my son was yeah, I mean you you can you it's chaos and all oh, this other kind of stuff yeah. going on and why are people running and why this and that. Um but uh shout out to Crystal House, 59 South LaSalle Street. Um Crystal House, who I do work for actually had vandalism, not looting. Yeah. And uh you know the owner called and said, "Hey, uh heard the windows were broke. Can you check it out? Not that far away." Uh so I had no choice. But to take my son and circ, you know go around yep. all the way around and come around yep. and it was quite depressing to see uh the businesses vandalized each of which i saw was a minority owned business but that's another story yeah and that really <laughs> that really broke my heart and what was terrible was uh my son who's 7 just asking me like man what's going on with all these what's what's going on i can't on? imagine i really can't just just absolutely Crazy, but he was cool. Uh, at the corner of Downer, excuse me, at the corner of Benton and Broadway. Okay. So away from all the activities, so yep. that way we could go up and then take a left. Back around. Yep. Um, He looks down the street, he sees all the chaos, and he grabs my hand a little bit tighter, and he says, it feels like the purge. Oh, God. And when he said that, <laughs> when he said that, like... I didn't. I didn't get scared, but I got like, I. I did find, kind of feel sad because I feel like, damn, he just grew up real quick, like yep. right in front of my eyes. So that kind of hurt. Yeah. Um, but I let him know that you know, if there's two people on Earth who are not getting purged, <laughs> <laughs> Make that it's three, definitely us right yeah. behind you. Um, <laughs> but I. I like to know that because I was feeling as a citizen just as just as sad about it too. I, watching the whole thing go help- down the tubes. I felt helpless. Yeah. The whole you know, thing went down the tubes.
1: I felt helpless.
0: Um what is the number one thing or not the, if not the number one thing a very important thing that the general public
1: has wrong about law enforcement we're human you know we have we have families that we provi- have to provide for we have lives that we have to live other than wearing the badge and the gun um we're human we we cry we get upset, we get angry, right. we get right. all that stuff, um, and we bleed, right, we bleed just like everybody else does, we bleed red, just like everybody else does, um,
0: now, in addition to that, do you see a lot of people, or rather, let me, let me phrase it a different way, I see online, on the Kane County Sheriff Office, Sheriff's Office page, <laughs> um, you see the, the new recruits and new inductees, yes, coming into, um, is is there a good crop of, of squared away youngsters coming out of society stepping up to the plate to be that next generation of of uh, deputies? What what do you?
1: I I would hope so. Right. Um. I'm not hands on with that. Okay. Um. So I really can't. The people that I've seen the 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 candidates the the deputies that I've seen that yeah. that have come out on ride alongs or come out as as training and with training officers they got a good head on them. Um. And they're going to need more of that, and they need to be, you know... So, yeah, I guess you could say that they had, there's a good quality of candidates out there, but it's getting less and less. It's getting harder to find good candidates. Right. Um, I think that
0: one of the things that I... Uh, so, one of the reasons why I'm glad to have this conversation with you, a member of the um, Kane County Sheriff's Office uh, deputies, is because... I wouldn't, I've never been the victim of police brutality, ever. Um, I've been jacked up for stupid shit. I've been in church clothes and asked where the weapons are. Uh, That's not police brutality. That's quite janky. But sheriffs and sheriff deputies, in a lot of cases, in my own personal experience, and brothers I know, Sheriff's deputies, for some reason, have always been always been a little bit or a lot less confrontational when you deal with them. Um, I'm sure, you know, anybody listen. I'm sure they could pull up a YouTube video of some misconduct, whatever. In my own personal life and in the life of many brothers just like me, we try to give shout-outs or show love because there's times when Sheriff's deputies look out. they look out. I can think of a few times in life me and my dad struck on the side of the road fishing coming back with the blown out tire. and here comes the you know, yeah sheriff's dep- like, yeah. y'all all right let's let's get you squared away, get you out of here um I can just think about a lot of good incidents, and I think that that's important. I don't want people to I don't want people to be so caught up in angst, no that they forget. And show love where love should be shown at, you know? Yeah. Um I've
1: me as a as a deputy has gotten that a lot. Right. Um, hey, we're not talking to this department. We're gonna we're gonna talk to King County. Right. I, I don't know I don't know wh- where that came from. I um, think I know that, that's a sign i let finish but I think that's a sign I... of good leadership. Yeah. Uh the the staff above me, the people above me, have bent over backwards to try to get that implemented in their heads. In our heads, as deputies, um, I I just believe it's it's good leadership, and it's the people that have that time on that have dealt with things know how to handle things, know how to talk to people, know how to treat people, right? And that's the way it should be. Um,
0: I think. Well, I first of all, you're one hundred percent right. <laughs> Here's another thing I think that is key and we talked about this on the corner of Broadway and uh wherever the hell we were. Broadway and, and twenty
1: five. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Downer and twenty five. Downer and twenty five, yeah. We,
0: <laughs> uh, when your boy rolled up. You alright? Uh, yeah, <laughs> come on now, don't <laughs> yeah, you? Go you're gonna put me on the spot on <laughs> Thanks a lot. Oh uh, that's an inside <laughs> joke. Good morning, Aurora. The time is now eight sixteen AM. Um there's a there is there's a key here. There's an important thing you as a individual, you as a human are not the kind of guy who is trying to do anything other than end the issue at the moment
1: Meaning, I, would, I would hope so yeah,
0: yeah well well i you know it's it's not hope like you are a good you're a you're a good guy, i think that in a lot of the cases that we see with uh, people overstepping their boundaries and misconduct, what have you, i I really believe that it's not a training thing. These people just don't have a regard for this homeless guy around the corner or the subway won't move too fast. So they're, you know, they'll, they'll slam him. You're not that kind of guy. I never, You're not that, I never was. I know that. I mean, yeah, you know I, know what? That. I take that back. Let's let's, first of all, let's plant a flag real, real quick here. Uh, the interview, uh, Mr. Demner and I are friends and have been for a long time. So this 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 <laughs> conversation is peppered with familiarity here. Yes,
1: for sure, for sure. Um, I forgot where I was going with that.
0: You said uh, you we were talking about uh, you know you you don't you're not trying to slam anybody, do all that extra shit like bag 'em, tag 'em, get them in the paddywhack, get this shit over with.
1: Everybody was like that. I was like that in the beginning, you know, of my career, my. Long ago career. Right. I was I was like that. I admit that. I was like that. You see somebody doing something, you know, traffic violation, uh, 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 suspended license, whatever, whatever type of law they are breaking, cuff them up, stuff them in the car, and take them up to jail. Right. And be done with it. And right. go find the next one. Right. I've changed. I, I admit, I've changed. Whether it be having, you know... I don't know why I've changed or how I've changed, but I've changed. And I the I amount of
0: people maybe over the years, maybe probably the same.
1: Getting wi- older and wiser. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. My, maybe don't my my wife will have something to say about the wiser part. But, right. <laughs> um, older, definitely getting older, and and maybe seeing the big picture out there that it's all not about taking people to jail and locking them up and 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 sending them up there and going to look for the next one,
0: I think that's what separates kane county, well, like you were saying about people who call for the the help of Kane county or other departments they want kane county's help as opposed to somebody else yeah yeah, I think yeah, I think it I think it shows I think it shows with you guys
1: I hope so, yeah, I hope so, yep I
0: see um we were talking to the sheriff about all the activities that are going on inside now uh actually let me ask, do you ever work in the Corrections side the, no. At the
1: jail No <laughs> I said that too fast No um, You said it happily too I, like, I said oh. it happily yeah <laughs> Shout out to the guys In corrections Females and corre- Women in corrections uh, Those guys I, the, I I say guys But I, knew, I we y- know We know what, what I you mean, mean. Right. Squad yeah. um, The corrections officers They're a different animal And and they've got They've got their work Cut out for them And they've, they've always Had their work cut out for them Heck I can go drop I can arrest you, I can go take you up to jail and then leave, right? You can be whatever you want to be. You can be a jerk, you can be nice, you can be whatever. If you're a jerk, they have to deal with you. I can drop you off and I can leave. Right. You know, I'm I'm done with you. It's a rap they have to they have to deal with all that. Right. And not only just you, they have to deal with everybody. Right. So you could everybody could feed off of you and the jail could go up for grabs. Yeah. So Yeah, the the corrections officers, got to love them. Yeah. Got to love
0: them. Um, What do you think are some of the challenges that Aurora has at the moment?
1: Oh, wow. Where'd that one come from?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, right? (laughs) Left
1: field, baby. (laughs) Wow, that one, yeah, that was a high fastball. (sighs)
0: And this is not even in just the uh, in the in the law enforcement spectrum. This is just you know.
1: Honestly, I don't know.
0: When I think when I ask myself that question, I think that um, any challenges or problems that it that it has are just coming back to life as a city after being locked down and quarantined and all that. And I, and I think that there is a collective healing that has to be done. I mean, the hearts and minds battle needs to be, you know, oh yeah, for re-ignited sure Reignited in the people. But uh and yeah. It, no, go ahead. Um that's what I that's what I think it is. I think that the biggest challenge that Aurora has at the moment is uh has to do with its people coming coming together because uh the yeah. country is divided. Yes. But uh Aurora specifically unfortunately is very divided at the moment.
1: It is, and it's, it's, uh, it's sad to think about that, you know, um, I, and I don't know how to, I really don't know how to, how that would change. Honestly, I, I, I can't off the top of my head. Um, I really can't think of, of how that would, what they need to do. I mean, they just, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's
0: and it probably doesn't even have an answer. It's probably a developing thing that will work out and yep, work ongoing, out and get through.
1: ongoing thing and and just t- one step at a time and and work your way up to, to doing what they got to do. Right. All right. So
0: I want to ask you about. Um, I'm going to give you a, a, a hypothetical. Uh-oh. Well, actually, a slight hypothetical, kind of a scenario and circumstance. It's more of an opinion based question. Okay. Um. It's about the ending of qualified immunity, okay? Um, now, that has long been seen as a wedge issue between communities of color and police, yes. okay? Um, now, it appears at the moment there's a demand that it, uh, it ends going forward. Right, right. So that's to say that a lot of times communities of color feel that while qualified immunity exists, there can be no true trust with the emphasis of that word trust on police officers as a member of law enforcement can you perhaps see at least that point of view of course i can
1: i'm and it brings me brings us back to me being born and raised in aurora right and and seeing the diversity in aurora right and and yeah of course i can see that right we we have to be transparent not only as, as citizens, as, as law enforcement, we have to be transparent. And if we don't have that transparency, we're not going to get that trust. We're not going to gain that trust back. Right. And, and we, we, we need to do that. Um, that, that. To me, that's a big thing is we, we've got we've to be more transparent in law enforcement. Right. So right. people can see that we are human. We are subject to the laws. Right. We are subject to, you know, being sued. Right.
0: And yeah. Because I tell you, and uh we talked to Sheriff about it too, like, you know, brass tax, there is no person of color who is cool resting their head or raising their kids in the damn war zone of Beirut in their little neighborhood. Nobody's cool with that. No, but the whole qualified immunity thing makes it look like, you know, that, well, there's no recourse because we can't defeat these people here in the streets killing our own and have the, you know, it's the, the old uh, adage of the, uh, caught between the hammer and the anvil. Mm -hmm. Um, and as a as a blue collar guy my dad was a blue collar guy my dad was an iron worker and retired my mom uh was a registrar and she retired from that like she worked for FDIC at first um as a blue collar person yeah law enforcement and the police are or should be the backbone of the society keeping it all together and I don't like that police departments have the qualified immunity and, oh, well, we're not going to release the tape and all this other kind of shit because they could, just the transparency would silence so many dissenting voices. Of course it would. And it would make people look, yeah. That's, of course it would. I've always wondered that, like, why would they say they're going to release the tape, you know, for those incidents?
1: It, yeah, I mean, it, it's, you have to fix it. Right. You have to try to fix it, at least try to fix it being transparent coming to together as a community as a whole and and yeah i guess just being transparent
0: is there a song that categorizes (laughs) law enforcement very well God! this is not your your typical interview man we're talking we're we're friends (laughs) chopping it up you're listening to the Good Morning Aurora, brother. Oh man, um, we're friends chopping it up. We're a, brothers chopping a, it up. A song, really? Yeah. What's a song that that categorizes? <laughs> For me personally,
1: yeah. Man, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I can't. Uh, I can't think on that one. All
0: right. Well, think was, about that.
1: Yeah, that was a good one. The
0: time is eight twenty-seven. We're going to take a short break, and we will be back with our special guest, Kane County Sheriff's. Deputy Brian Demeter on Good Morning Aurora. I must be some kind of creature if they have i been. From my party house, I'm afraid to come outside. Although I'm filled with love, I'm afraid they'll have- i Right, we are back on good morning aurora aurora's first podcast for daily news local headlines and awesome interviews and the arts culture everything in between life and all of that good stuff uh it is a beautiful thursday and we are here in the studio with our dear friend kane county sheriff's deputy brian demeter yes sir all right all right um So, before we get into the rest of our questions, got another question for you. This one's not a curveball. It's a a good one. (laughs) Um, Who's got the best tacos in Aurora?
1: Oh, my God.
0: What's the one that just came to your mind right
1: then? Um, I'm drawing a blank on the name. New York Street Union. New York. uh, Used to be owned by a police officer from Aurora. Is it Poncho's? New York and Union. Across from the McDonald's. That was Poncho's Tacos. It's Poncho's Tacos. Yep. Yep. That that's place. That's where it comes up right now. Uh huh. That's the first one I thought of.
0: Nice. That's by the little the bakery right yeah, there. Yes, by too. the bakery
1: and the, the soccer store right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And McDonalds has been there forever.
0: Didn't that get damaged? No, uh, I think they're are I don't think they were they were safe. Okay, I think so. Okay, the fa- the family dollar burned oh, down. Oh my god, man, man, that was that was sad. And it serves the community that yeah lives in the radius of, of it like that. That's the difference between well, it's not the difference between anything. I mean, that's the that just goes to show you and highlight the the foolishness of shooting before you aim. You I mean, know what yeah, I mean? Not, like not
1: thinking before you talk. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. No justice, no peace. Let's burn down our own family dollar.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um as a as a member of the Kane County Sheriff's uh, office as a deputy, do you have or are you are you assigned a K-9? Uh, canine?
1: I I was a canine. Really? Uh yeah, you didn't know that, did you? No, I did not. Uh, I, I did w- I was know a K-9 for uh canine for Hey my man got mad secrets, y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come, truth comes out. Uh, I was a canine for three years. Okay, so I had a, a shepherd uh, back in the day. Now, do you
0: only do uh, narcotics related? The the dog was uh,
1: the dog was drugs handle protection and tracking.
0: Handle protection handler protection. oh
1: handler protection. Sorry. What's
0: that? Protecting
1: me. Right. I, I mean, I got that, <laughs> but I thought
0: that was <laughs> duh. Come on, man. <laughs> Treadwell made it weak today. What the hell's going on? Eat my coffee fix. Get it. Get it Here, together. Break bang. mentally. Get it together. Uh, um, do you uh, do you miss the the canine side of things? Man,
1: it was a lot of work. A, a lot of work um, that I couldn't put into the dog and the the training at the time. Um, from where I was, I was situated with my my life. Um, I just couldn't put that into it.
0: What's your feeling about police officers in schools? A lot of the... Now, hold on. Let me. Uh, let me I'm say. Gonna throw
1: you, I'm going to throw you a curveball. I was a police officer in a school for three years. Really? Yes, sir. Shit. Now I was, who's out, throwing at, the I was pitches, out at like... Caneland, <laughs> I was out at Caneland High School.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, where's Caneland?
1: Maple Park. Okay. All right. West. All right. West of Elburn.
0: When I had the escape room, uh, a uh, when I had the escape room, uh, a family from Caneland, They were some. Uh, Caitlyn got a baseball team right yes um they do they came Calyn Knights some yeah yep that's right um real cool people yeah came for a little outing with us yeah yeah um, but what you what'd, what do you think about police officers in schools and then I want to talk to you about being one
1: i i I want to just skip to I loved it uh, it was uh it's a totally different aspect of of being in law enforcement totally different aspect of being in law enforcement you've got to deal with the kids for one get along with the teachers for the other you know for the other thing the parents so you've got to combine all of those to get what's right for the for the for the kids for the students so it was it was tough but i i enjoyed it because they again saw me as this Big bad bald cop coming in there, you know. Um who saw you like that? The the students. Okay. In, in the beginning, they right. they saw me like that. The man. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, whatever. Um, they saw me like that. And then when they got to know me, they had a totally different outlook in of, of police. And that's that's the whole idea of of police officers being in schools is to bridge kind God, bridge that gap between who we are and what we do to, to the, to these students, to the parents, to the teachers, to the school board, to to everybody. We're, we're not robots. (laughs) You know, we're, we're humans. We, I have kids. Heck I had one. My son was born when I was out at Caneland high school, when I was out there and my ex-wife would bring my son out there as a baby to, to show everybody that not only to see me, but to show everybody that, I'm human. Right. I I have kids here. I'm bringing my son into school, showing him off to everybody for one. But there was an underlying little thing in there that says, Hey, look, I'm human too. I I can, I can do this, you know? Um, so, um,
0: I personally don't, I personally am kind of undecided on the whole, let's take the cops out of school thing. Um, you know, uh I've never met or spoke to an officer who works in a school so that's that's an interesting perspective yeah. to know um but but you're right though when I was in school and you had a police officer like your immediate thought is like oh sh- look, terminator <laughs> right here <laughs> or you know they're going to they're
1: going to arrest you and they're going to you know give you this and give you that
0: and right now the the thing is is that the reason why the getting police officers out of school um uh moment is so strong is because of the school to prison pipeline there's so many kids who grow up in a uh, you know the neighborhood shitty yep the school has perhaps a few police officers so it's already kind of like the youth home but not and that okay. creates the um it creates the perception of being in a militarized or oppressed, as opposed to a learning environment
1: kind of thing. What do you think about that? I can see that, but it, man, you, you got to have the right person in there too. You do. You have to have the right right police officer, the right deputy, the right whatever to to get that out of their heads. Right. That that's not true. You know, I would wear I would wear a shirt and tie. And yeah, don't laugh. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would wear a shirt and tie Monday through Thursday, right? Right. Friday, I would come in because of either football games or basketball games or dances or whatever. Right. I would have my uniform on and it would throw people back. Wait a minute. You're a police officer. Right. Yeah, I'm a police officer. I'm a, I'm a deputy. I didn't know that. I just thought you were, you know, whatever security or whatever. No, I, I'm a police officer. So, then they looked at me a little different And then realized that yeah I'm human right. And and when I was at East High I had a police There was a police officer there And granted I didn't have that much interaction with him But I knew who he was And and it scared me a little bit Knowing that there was a, a police officer In my school But then once I finally realized What, what he's about And what he's there for Of course I, I had no issues with that um, the, uh,
0: what is the weapons qualification for the sheriff's department? Is it a ro- is it a annual?
1: Yeah, qual? Okay. Yeah, yeah we qualify. Now we've got something different now where we, we do things every month, okay, um, whether it be tactically or, or not tactical. Um, I think Sheriff Hayne talked about this also. Uh, we have that monthly training. That's the de-escalation training. That too. Okay. Yep. What does that
0: consist of? Just, I, I, mean, I know it's just like it sounds. It's de-escalating, but is it de-escalating armed conflicts? You know, for for a, a person, a little, with... a little bit of everything. Yeah. Okay.
1: Learning how to learning how to talk to people, learning how to, to to de-escalate the situation, and not always going in there and busting down the door and arresting somebody or, or jumping on somebody and fighting with somebody and, and taking them to jail. Um, yeah, it, it's listening to people, learning how to, how to talk to people and listen to people and take what they're saying and listening to what they're saying, working it out in your head and, and trying to help them, you know, they're crying out for help one way or another. They're going to, they're crying out for help. Right. And you need to, you need to address that. You need to know the signs. You need to know the, the, the words, the, the hands, gestures, the sitting there somehow, some way you need to figure that out and you need to know that. To help them out Right Right yeah Body language Everything
0: yeah You know right. Everything
1: and, and you have to do it In a matter of seconds I mean I can talk to people Until I'm blue in the face You yeah. know Or they get tired of me And they you know Whatever But the whole idea Is to talk to that person And engage that person And get to know that person In the short amount of time That you have To be able to help That person out
0: The first time I met you Oh god We were <laughs> I think Maybe four beers deep, um, getting the burgers and all that popping for the entire masses of humans who consumed them that day. Was you were you were behind day. the
1: grill? That's right. Yep. That's right. I walked up. Yeah.
0: Yep. You guys came over and Mark was like, <laughs> "Curtis, Bob, you're gonna be working with Brian." Okay. Cool. Cool. And yeah, there we were. Yeah. It was a that was that was a good time. It was. Um, and this is. As a as a young brother, this is what was cool for me. That there were other there was well not other because you're not a police officer. There were police officers there hanging. They're walking around. They're doing their thing. Um, you come over, and I I don't know if you had a kilt on that. Day. I did. I, you did. Yeah, that <laughs> you, you did. Yeah, I think that was your like your default go to every day for that St. Baldrick's thing. Yeah. um Yep. At Barry Doyle. Yep. You come over, you got the kilt on. I'm like, okay, my man is, he's in here. We're doing our thing. (laughs) Like, you know what? I'm rolling with it. (laughs) Like, you know what? I'm rolling with it. Um, And you
1: didn't know I was a police officer either.
0: I did not. I did not. You come over, you're doing your thing, but all the police officers knew you. They came over and started talking to you. So I was like, yo, who is my man here? Like, (laughs) who? Come to find out you're a... Can't, you're like, yeah, I'm a Sheriff's with yeah. Kane County. Cool. Yeah. And we hung out that that whole day and did our thing. Yeah, we did. Now, what I liked about you from the get-go, and this is the kind of thing that young brothers like me take and we live on, we breathe it. This is our whole this is our whole motto. You know who's a good person and who is not. You could have been the CEO of Mickey D's. You could have been a police officer. You could have been an FBI agent. You could have been the head chef at Sullivan's. <laughs> you were just cool. You were a nice, decent brother. Thank you. Thank you. Had a good time and all that. So when I found out that you were a sheriff's <laughs> deputy...
1: I'm trying to think, how how long did it take before we actually figured that out? I don't remember, but it would it would have well, been interesting to look back and go... What was the time frame? Yeah, it was because um it wasn't right away. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I um it was after
0: a like the the big uh APD dude with the tattoos.
1: Oh yeah. Um I know who you're talking about.
0: Looks like juggernaut without the suit on. Um <laughs> that guy. He's cool. He's cool. Yeah, he he's he's my man. Um he came over and then you guys started you guys start chopping it up. And I was I was flipping my burgers, but you know, it's not the largest space, so I was no, just hearing wasn't. you guys talk. You know, like, yeah, yeah how you been, bro? Yeah. Oh, yeah, doing this and that. Yeah, so I was like, okay, well, he is either in law enforcement or he knows these guys intimately or was. Yeah. But, yeah, that meant, um, that meant a lot. And that's the thing where, you know, having a, conver- like, a conversation like this means a lot because, you know, the kind of person you are, you're cool, man. If Thank if you. I If I, as a brother, got pulled over and you're the guy pulling me over,
1: you know I'd give you a rash of shit, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> we know each other. Like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, I'm but sorry, if, I gotta clarify that. Yeah, one. exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: but if if not, you're the kind of you're the kind of individual in law enforcement I really believe, and black people like me believe, that there needs to be more of. If law enforcement was stocked with guys like you, I told you this on Broadway and Downer. If yeah, law mean. enforcement was stocked with guys like you, there wouldn't be the um Issues that rear their ugly head from time to time. There wouldn't be that. And that goes a long way because when you treat people nice on the on the front end when they don't know, like when people go shopping, the owner of the company goes to shop or he goes to sit down at his own restaurant. Yeah, yeah. They Under- don't know he's... An undercover boss yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't know
1: he's the CEO. Yeah. But he's in right? That I mean it... my wife has said this and other people have said this before. I put the uniform on and I change there, there's a, there's a, uh, maybe it's my mentality of getting into the, the, the role, um, the uniform, the, sure. the, the, the day, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But I put that uniform on and I change, I can see it, but I'm still the same person. I'm going to talk to you like in uniform, like I talk to you out of uniform, right? Uh, there's got to be some, you know, sure. Yes. Of some course worded differently and mm-hmm. things like that. But I'm going to talk to him the same way in uniform as is, is out of uniform. Right. And if you have an issue, then that's how we deal with it. But if you, people know that if you, you cross that line and you, you've done something illegal, you've done something wrong, I'm either there to help you. My first initial thing is to, to, to help you. Right. You know, I don't, enjoy taking people to jail right i don't enjoy pulling people over to give them citations for suspended driver's licenses and hamming somebody up or hammering somebody because they're a single mom trying to work that day and they've got three kids to take care of right and and they're working and they can't find the time to get that license fixed right there's other ways to go about doing that. Not saying that I don't give people tickets. Right. I don't want that to get out there that I don't give people tickets. Yeah, right. Yeah, don't. if p- you heard that. He no, sure. Come on please. now. Right. Uh, come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> Your ass getting ticketed. <laughs> I give people tickets, but. Right. It, it's not. You can't hammer people all the time. Right. You really can't.
0: Right. Why does the badge change people? Wow.
1: Good question. Is it a power trip? Um, You know, you get a badge of gun at the age of 21, 22. Is it a power trip for him? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we see the worst of the worst. You know, so it's going to change you for the good or it's going to change you for the bad? Uh, I've never
0: been a police officer, but joining the Navy at 21 years old and being that guy with the M14 on the 0203 level or yeah. being that guy standing petty officer of the watch yep. with the 9mm Beretta and all roads lead through me. I've never been a police officer, but I can under—I can understand. That's why I asked that question. Yeah, I don't believe it has an answer. I can understand how especially given somebody's background maybe you come from Edwardsville Illinois you never would have seen shit had you not joined up yep. maybe you come from Harvey Illinois you sure. never would have seen nothing had you signed up I can understand that I just um it just it does fascinate me because I believe that when people adhere only to the gun and the badge. It's not a criticism. It's just me. No, on no, I, look I do that. I, I, I believe when people adhere to the gun and the badge, that's what helps them forget everything that
1: mom might have taught them and set them up with on the on the way up there. Yeah, um, I. It it does change people for the, for the better and or for for the the worse. Right. Excuse me. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't think every every individual has a different answer to that. I really do. Um, Right. Yeah. Um,
0: What do you think law enforcement, when most people hear the word law enforcement, what do you think that means to them?
1: Wow. Another good question.
0: I thought about these real good. I thought about these real man, I slept on these, bro. <laughs> oh,
1: you should have given me these, these sooner, man. I could yeah. have uh <laughs> <laughs> I could have popped out an answer better. Uh law enforcement. Military. Police. Um traffic tickets. It's the word
0: association yeah. that makes it yeah, that I, makes I, it I, like I think so, yeah. Yeah, it makes yeah. it sound so strict and rigid yeah and we're not (laughs) when uh uh sheriff hayne was talking about i knew this see i did my homework and (laughs) i was already a fan of the changes being installed by the king county sheriff's deputy way before the interview with sheriff hayne i already knew that they had begun into the facilities referring to people as residents as opposed to inmates uh yeah inmates I already knew that they had the little printing shop where they're doing T-shirts if, if brothers want to get themselves. I already knew that if you don't want to sit in your stupid pod all day and just brain out with the rest of the people who ain't trying shit, you can extricate yourself and do things. I saw that they had this substance abuse going on. I saw that assaults against staff were down 35%. I saw that contraband was way down. I saw that inmate fights and all that shit was way down. Yep. Um, I think that law enforcement and everything is definitely, um, it's definitely necessary. The human aspect of it is what needs uh, what needs to be injected. A little bit more, though. Uh, of course. Yeah. We don't have that problem in King County. Other counties do, I believe, and they need to start
1: jumping on your they bandwagon. Need to, they need to step up to the plate. They do. And... Uh, Use us, King County, as an example. Yeah. Um, Or, heck, other departments out there, I'm sure, are doing the same thing. And uh, they need to jump on board.
0: You ready for another good question? Uh Uh-oh. The time is now 8.54 a.m. Ready for another good question? Go for it. What was your first job?
1: Bobby's Pizza. Bobby's Pizza. Ashland and Union. Throwback. Oh, shit. Uh, Where that gas station was. Okay. Yeah. Across from Let I'm, I'm here I'm dating myself. It, yeah, back then it was Waltz. W A L T S.
0: I know Waltz. <laughs> well, I'm
1: not from Aurora, but I know yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. I would ride I used to live at I used to live on Windsor Avenue off of Smith Boulevard. I would ride my bike. Extra shout-outs to boy Yeah, boy. <laughs> and when you've been here for 40 some there you years, go. you uh, go <laughs> skin in the game. <laughs> Calluses. Um I would ride my bike to Bobby's Pizza. Mm-hmm. And at the age of 15, and make pizzas, make grinders, make uh, hot dogs, whatever, fries. Uh, that was my first job.
0: How much were you getting paid back then? Oh, what was hell. the
1: pay? I have no idea.
0: My first job. What was
1: it, minimum wage? What was it back then, like a dollar or something? Yeah.
0: <laughs> my first job, uh, <laughs> I was making five seventy-five an hour.
1: Where the heck was that at?
0: <laughs> I was at the Dixmore Fruit Stand on the corner of uh, 147th and whatever that cross street is, right before you get into South Holland, Illinois. Yep, first job, boy, first job. Wow. Um, before we before we end, um, if you would tell us about your dad.
1: My dad. Um. Quiet. You knew when he when he was uh, when he was upset. You, That's you knew a bad trait, right you, there, man. boy. Yeah. I, and <laughs> I, I've learned that. I learned that. Uh, he could just look at you, and and you know you're in trouble, and you better get your shit straight. But he he was a very proud man. Uh, he worked two jobs for as long as I knew. He worked at the Chicago Tribune, delivering papers at three o'clock in the morning come down here somewhere, I don't remember where it was in Aurora, and he'd pick up the papers and deliver them from 2 o'clock to 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. He'd come home, take a nap, go downstairs, take a nap, and go back and work at the Aurora Beacon News as a, as a printer. And 3 o'clock would roll around, he'd come home and take a nap again. You know, eat and then, and then go to bed, and then go back up and do the same thing every day.
0: Beacon News. Yep,
1: Aurora Beacon News. And he retired from the. Uh, he passed away before he uh, was able to retire. Right.
0: Um. Your dad was a staple. Yes. Here in Aurora. Yes, he was. Yep. Uh, I, w- I would like to think that. Yes. Yep. So wanted to make sure that uh, he got a he got the appropriate shout out because uh, your parents raised a real good man thank and you and i'm i'm glad to know you as a friend dude it's it's an honor for me to know you yep. and and to be here on this podcast it i really appreciate is. it brother yeah man we really mm-hmm. uh, moved the ball forward the time is now 8:57 a.m. uh we're going to wrap up with one last thing we like to end the show on a positive note yep what would you like to uh let especially the youth of aurora know going forward something to think about on this thursday be open to
1: change you know, um, don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to voice your opinion. Right. If people don't like it, too bad. Word. You know what? And, and if you don't like it, don't be afraid to ask that person. If it really bothers you or whatever, don't be afraid to ask that person to get their opinion on something. You know? Um, I've learned over the years that, that you need to be open to things. And who cares what they look like? Who cares what the color of their skin is? Who cares if they're whatever they're whatever? You learn from people that way, and you you, you learn from that, and you grow that way, and you become more of a, a better person. So I, I guess, in the long story short, don't don't be afraid to to broaden your your uh, your horizon, sort of say, and and reach out and follow your goals and what you want. It sounds stupid, but reach out and follow your goals and what you want to do. And don't be afraid what anybody else thinks.
0: Facts. Facts. Um, I concur. (laughs) second that emotion. That was easy. Smokey Robinson. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, from Good Morning Aurora, we'd like to second that. Uh, Don't be afraid to chase your dreams. Um, You know, get busy living or get busy dying. One Mm -hmm. of the two. Uh, And with that, from Good Morning Aurora and ourselves, we'd like to thank our guests with the Kane County Sheriff's office or department uh from good morning roar to all of you thank you peace and have a great day